There's smoke. Wait, what? The oh no! Emergency. Well, it's been a long time. Um, a lot of people probably thought I got cancelled because after the first episode, nothing, nothing whatsoever. But good news, we are back. It's the new year. Um, I actually did do some recording last in December and November, but uh, things happened and the schedule got a little bit mixed up and we had lots of events going on here at the RSBC and that didn't get uploaded. But that podcast will be coming up um, later on when we talk about sports. It's about sports and activity and being active. But today's episode, we are going to talk about cooking and what sort of tech we're using in the kitchen. Uh, we're going to have a visually impaired person on later on. Uh, that's Charlotte. Uh, you guys might have heard of her or heard her in the other podcast. So I'm inviting her along just to have a little chat about the stuff she's using but before we do all this, I'm just going to talk about the stuff that I do, I use in my kitchen, especially during lockdown, um, because, you know, every day is not takeaway. Um, I tell everyone that, but secretly, no, no, I do cooking and all that stuff. And it's not only beans on toast. So here's what I do. So let's go downstairs to my kitchen and see if we can make something. Okay, welcome to the kitchen, uh, where we're going to be doing a lot of different ways of cooking, and we're going to go through the tech that I have in here. Um, the sad thing is that a lot of tech in the kitchen, a lot of equipment in the kitchen, is inaccessible. Um, for, for, for example, like this um, microwave here, it has no speech, and it has no... It has tactile, but it doesn't have really have much things. So, I can press... But I don't know what's it, defrosting or what, whatever. So it's really difficult to 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 identify what <clears throat> temperature it is. Similar to the oven here. It doesn't talk whatsoever. And obviously with the hob as well. So what I normally do is if I can get the accessible equipment, I'll get it. So for example, things like this talking scale that I got from the office actually so hello. hello and then you put something on here so I'm gonna put okay, okay scales ready that's good right we're gonna put this bag of oats on there just to see how much how heavy it is just as an example Ta -da. are you gonna weigh come on calculate Yep, 511 grams, great for... Yeah, removed it, that's why. But yeah, I will... <clears throat> every equipment I'll mention, I'll put it in the post notes as well. So don't worry if you uh, don't catch the name of the thing. So this is a talking scale. You probably can get one from RNIB. It's very useful for make, uh, baking and stuff like that. Okay, I'm going to turn it off, otherwise... Otherwise, it's going to interrupt me. Okay. Goodbye. Right, so... When I get the opportunity to, to use talking scales, I, I get to use them. Um, but there's really not that many. There's talking microwave. I do not have one because I have a standard one because they're normally quite expensive. So what I normally do 
what I'm trying to get at is um, I use a lot of mainstream tech to help me in the kitchen. So uh, what, what does this mean? Um, so things like if I put something in the oven, so I've got a burrito here and it's already pre-made already. So we're not going to go through that. Um, but I, I'm, I'm not sure. <clears throat> Normally I'll, I'll put it in the oven for 20 minutes. So, but this oven has a little wheel. So you can hear it clicking away, uh, counting down, but uh, it's not accessible. So what I normally do is I have a, an Amazon Echo in the kitchen. You can use this on your phone as well. So if you have Siri, it's the same thing. So I'll just say, Alexa, set a burrito timer for 20 minutes. So that will go off and I can just set this oven to its max um, time. So I don't need to worry about it going off prematurely. And I will be able to know when it's ready. So when it's doing that, I can do something else. So um, I've got a bag of hash browns here to go with the burritos. But actually, I'm not sure how there's instructions on here, obviously. I'm not sure how long to fry it for. So we are going to use an app that we visited in episode one, which is the Seeing AI app. And if it doesn't work, we are going to use Ira or, or Be My Eyes. Uh, seeing AI, home, menu, button. P-U-N, Ira kept, Gominio, Sadi. So yeah, as you can hear, it doesn't really do a good job because it's a bag all crinkled up in the freezer. So we probably need a visual assistant from a human being. Uh, last time I did show you how to use Ira. Today we're going to use Be My Eyes just to mix it up a bit, just to make sure it looks, you know, you get an idea of the different apps. So if you haven't heard last episode, go and listen to that one. But yeah, let's use Be My Eyes and see if the help is any good on this one. If, if it's no help at all, we'll go back to Ira. Let's try it. Out. Call first available volunteer. So, call, of, call, call first available. Call first available. Please wait. Finding the first available volunteer. Hear it. We are still to find the first available volunteer connected. Hello. Hi there. Um, I'm looking at this bag uh, with hash browns. I just wondered, how long do I have to fry it for? Does it say on the bag at all? Yeah. So if you could move the phone a bit closer. Yep. To the left. To the left. But let's have a look at that. Yeah. Are they are they frozen? Yeah, they are frozen, yeah. Are you gonna fry them? Probably, yeah. Yeah, if you yeah. they're probably if you're frying them, they probably need about twelve minutes in the okay. deep fried fry, but I think you've ripped through the instructions. Oh, uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> no problem. Thank thanks for your help. No problem. Thank you. Thank thank you. you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. End call. Button. Alert. Are you sure you want to yes? So um, yeah, your that was possibly my fault, probably, that I destroyed the bag. I have opened it before already, so um, it's probably destroyed bag. Chuck it away. It's okay. We're gonna throw, we're gonna put some hash browns in here. Like the lady said, it's going to probably be about twelve minutes. And I've made this before, so uh, normally, if you're not like a such a savage like me, uh, ripping the bag, you'll be fine. fine. So, let me turn this on. So how I normally do this is. Um, preheat the saucepan. Let me turn that oven off, actually. There you go. Actually, Alexa, how long on my burrito timer? Why am I doing that? 
You have seven minutes and 30 seconds left on your burrito timer. Seven minutes, so good timing. Um, so that's gonna cook that burrito. I am going to preheat this, preheat this um, saucepan. So how I normally do, do this is <clears throat> uh, preheat it, then pour some oil, grab right here, into the pan, just a little bit. So use your hand and then once the oil is a little bit heated up and it's bubbling a little bit put it down four hash browns with one burrito great so normally they said 12 minutes uh, i normally do six minutes on one side how i normally do it when i flip it i probably shouldn't i shouldn't be telling you guys this but i use my hand but um if you don't feel comfortable using your hand um use well i use a spatula and my hand but uh, maybe i should edit this bit out <laughs> teaching everyone the wrong ways to do things but whatever works for you you know um some people will use two spatulas i use a bachelor and my hand just to give it a little flip onto the other side but whatever works for you don't listen to me so give it six minutes on one side so alexa set a timer for six minutes now sound detected by sure. second timer six minutes Starting now. Okay, six minutes. So when that goes off, I can flip that um, and it should fry nicely. Okay. And as it fries, I normally, I will talk about what other things I use in the kitchen. So it's not just, you're not sort of listening to oil hissing because that gets boring pretty soon. Um, if you're using, if you're cooking something a little bit more fancy than a pre-made burrito that um, someone made for me before, uh, you can use the Echo. Uh, to look at recipes. So, uh, Alexa, give me a uh, recipe for chicken curry. Okay, for chicken curry, I recommend Chinese chicken curry from BBC Good Food. 55 minutes to make. Serves four. What would you like? Sounds good. Start recipe. Send it to your phone. Or hear next recipe. Start the recipe. We're not going to make it today, but yeah. Chinese good. chicken curry from BBC Good Food. There are 13 ingredients. Would you like to gather ingredients? Or hear the instructions? Gather ingredients. <clears throat> At any time, ask me to repeat or start instructions. You'll need four skinless chicken breasts cut into chunks or use thighs or drumsticks and two teaspoons corn flour. When you've got those, just say continue. Okay, continue. One onion diced in two tablespoons rapeseed oil. Alexa, go to the instructions. So we've got our recipe, we've got our ingredients. Step one, toss the chicken pieces in the corn flour and season well. Set them aside. Alexa, next. Step two, fry the onion in half of the oil in a wok on a low to medium heat until it softens about five to six minutes. Then add the garlic and cook for a minute. Oh, if you want me to repeat the step or miss the ingredients the for this step, just let me know. Alexa, cancel. Stop, turn it off. We're done, we're done here. Okay, so that, yep, uh, for a little bit more, you know, fancy stuff you can, get instructions from the Echo. She'll tell you how to cook it, so you don't need to uh, fiddle around with your phone and voiceover. It gets really annoying. So just having that is very useful. So the timer is very useful. And you mentioned, that she mentioned, you know, the ingredients, so I can add it to a shopping list. So when I go upstairs to buy my shopping, I can add it. So Alexa, add two chicken breasts to my shopping list. Chicken breast added to your shopping list. Right, there we go and I can view that on the app later on. So it's, it's very useful to have one of these around. 
Uh, they normally go on sale for very cheap, around about you know 18 pounds, the cheapest I've seen. So definitely worth having one in the kitchen, um, or if you like singing as you cook, like me. Um, that's very useful as well. But um, this hash brown is browning nicely, and um, so is my uh, burrito. Uh, let's see what else, what other things I use in here. Um, let's. I have a rice cooker, which is really good. It's not fancy, it's not smart or anything, but it's it, it, it cooks rice really well. You just put rice in there, obviously, and then you put some water just over the rice, and it will make really nice rice within 20 minutes. You don't need to like keep an eye on it, you can just press it, and then once it finishes, it comes up like a kettle. It's, it's, it's like a rice kettle, I like to call it a rice kettle. Um, so that's really good for making rice. Um, also use an air fryer, which is right here. Uh, what this does is it has really hot air going in and it fries the food. So it could be chicken, it could be potato, and you can put a little bit of oil, it's a little bit more healthier. And then you just close the lid, put the chicken in and press the button. And that fries the thing and it cooks it really quick. It does taste a little bit different to frying it. So I, I could have, um, put these hash browns in, in the air fryer, but I like it unhealthily oily, so I'll put it in the saucepan. Um, I'm gonna move it around a bit here. But yes, you can put a lot of stuff in the uh, air fryer, and with the air fryer, it's not accessible at all, so there is a timer on there, which is, um, that you can set, but um, I can't see it, so normally I would just say set a timer for 20 minutes for potatoes or something like that, and yeah, that works as well. Okay, let's see what else do we have. We have um, more things in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, oh. My burrito timer is up. My burrito timer is up. Okay. Alexa, cancel. So I can go over here to the oven, ping it close, and then open the door. I'll leave it to cool down a bit, and then wait. For, and then hopefully my hash browns are almost ready to flip. Alexa, how long on my timer? You have 20 seconds left on your six minute timer. Yeah, 20 seconds. Okay, that's fine. I'm gonna flip it now. There you go. Flip. So just flip it like that. So what I do is lift it up with the, like go under the hash brown with the spatula and then use my fingers um, to, to support it to flip. So it's, it's normally not too hot at the top, that's why it's... Alexa, stop. And as you have it. All right. Um, hi, Charlotte. Thanks for joining me on the show. Hello. No problem. Yeah, so we're talking about cooking and stuff. So after everyone listening to my terrible cooking just now, we just want to, I don't know, talk to different people and just get an idea of what you use and stuff like that. So what do you normally make, Charlotte? Um, well, I like to try all different things, really. Um, when I lost my sight, I didn't really cook at all. So it's all built up from there. Simple little things, even just cutting an apple um, was hard at first. Mm. Um, but I think you find your own techniques and ways of doing them things for yourself. Um, so you can't really have someone sitting there teaching you how to do it. I think it's sort of trial and error as long as you're safe. Yeah, to, yeah. Oh, try there, it next but, yeah. You know, it's, if it's, you cut yourself, you're gonna learn not to do it that way again. So mm, mm. But yeah, no, well, that's yeah. really good. 
so you said you do you like to try different things. What what do you normally do? Uh, where do you normally get your recipes from? Um, well, usually it's a dish that I sort of know of or someone else has cooked for me that I like. So I just sort of search for that online and see what the easiest recipe looks like, I guess. Um, so my dad's speciality is a chili con carne. So I thought, well, I've got to try that and beat him. And uh, so I tried to cook that. So I just searched it online, found one that just looked right for me with the ingredients that I liked and the easiest way of doing it and just went for that, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what sort? Of, so are you comfortable using like everything in the kitchen, the hob and everything, oven? I am now, but it, it takes a while and you have to be very used to the kitchen you're using, I'd say. Like I wouldn't cook in a random kitchen or a friend's house or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in my kitchen, you know, it's a case of someone showing you where everything is, which hob dial works for which hob and you know what's what and stuff like that and you might learn to find a knife that you particularly like or you know contrast chopping boards I mean I don't use much equipment but coloured things are good because I have some sites like different coloured chopping boards Um, find a colour where there's no food that is that colour and then you're quite safe really that's the fun fact about plasters Um, that's why cooking plaster is always blue because you don't really get many blue foods oh, i didn't know that i mean i have picked blue for a lot because you don't find foods that are blue but i don't really think yeah that's why that's why plasters are blue so if you dropped a plaster in your food um you should be able to see it if you're not blind apparently <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean i've got some sites it's okay i mean high contrast is what yeah, does it for yeah. me a lot and that's probably why i don't have so much equipment um but then i say i don't have equipment but it's all the stuff i use is stuff that i'm comfortable with mm-hmm. and stuff that so, so have I you picked for myself? I might use different a different knife to other people that would cut a certain thing, but that's what I would use. What would you say is the most useful equipment you have in the kitchen? Um, for yourself, probably just my certain knives and the chopping boards because the the hobs and the actual cooking appliances. It's just learning how to use them, whereas it's the general stuff you might use for everything, like the knives and the 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 spoons and the spatulas and the chopping boards. they're the things you struggle with really if you're in your own kitchen it's to Mm -hmm. see what you're doing and how you're going to do the food and the food's different every time whereas the hob will always be there and the buttons will be in the same place so Mm -hmm. yeah the 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 annoying thing is when people move things around isn't it yeah i I absolutely hate that if you live with other people you have to drill it into their brain not to start moving the stuff around the amount of times i've been left at home on my own and i want to make lunch and i just can't find like the chopping boards because they've all moved the cupboards around that is just very frustrating that's half the challenge of cooking so i mean with, with you is a little bit different because you lost your vision later on in life how, how roughly how long did you uh did it take you to like because uh, i was assuming you was cooking before you lost your vision yeah well, when i lost my vision i was at uni on my own so i had no choice but to try and do myself some meals every day <laughs> so you didn't even do typical uni stuff and it's like oh it's, it's fine we're just going to use bread on beans on toast or a takeaway no, I was quite adventurous. I bought myself a little student cooking book and everything. I mean, they might have been simple, but I still tried to eat as healthy as I could and actually cook for myself. Yeah, no, no. That's the same when I went to uni as well. Always, uh, I earlier on spoke briefly about my rice cooker, but um, I, I don't know what to do without it. Rice cookers are great. Yeah, some people like, I love. I bought myself a toasty maker recently, but that's just because I love toasties. But it mm. is quite easy to use. Yeah, a lot of things is is just like, like like my blender. That's probably my mo- no, my air fryer is my most recent thing, and I love using it because it's so simple. You just press a button and it turns it around, and then you go away for thirty minutes and come back later, and it's cooked. 
Yeah, I think it's just knowing if someone shows you where the buttons are, how to use it. Like I've got a soup maker. I love a bit of soup. Mm. And you literally just chuck the stuff in and press the button and you've got your own soup that you've well, made. Hot. So, yeah, yeah, it makes oh. it hot. What is, you just plug it in to the wall and it makes yeah, the soup. Yeah, literally, it's like a massive blender. So I also made smoothies oh, in right. it in the summer. But there's like different settings. Obviously, the blending one doesn't make it hot because it was using it for smoothies. Yeah. Um, you can do like a chunky soup, a smooth soup blending on its own all different things it's, it's it's one of my best buys oh wow i, I mean i've got a blender but that's I, I love just, soup yeah and it's nice I, to experiment yourself but you don't have to do much you just chop the stuff up and chuck it in so it's, it's good that sounds really good that sounds like something that i would like to buy because i already have a blender but maybe i should have skipped that and went for the soup maker because that can do both things yeah no it is definitely good and to try stuff i mean okay you got to chop the stuff up but you can usually buy chopped up vegetables and stuff like that anyway mm-hmm. so you can still make a healthy meal buy the stuff already chopped up and chuck it all in and you've actually made yourself something okay so um because this is the tech part of the show and stuff like that do you use any technology to help you in the kitchen um not not really but i have tried stuff and to be fair I wish I had more like the microwave I just struggled to use. And I know there's like talk, the talking microwaves and I have used them. Mm. I've been around friends' houses that have them and I look at them thinking, why have I not got one of them? Um, so I definitely use the tech on the, the scales. I want to start baking. I used to bake cakes and biscuits mm. and things. And I think I could manage other than weighing out the stuff. Um, I have used the talking scales and I think I really need a pair of them. So I know there are. I think the issue for a lot of... I know I should have a pair of them, and they are brilliant if you want to try some baking. I think the issue for a lot of these accessible equipment is the actual price of the stuff. So let's see how much is a talking microwave. Prices. Oh, God, I bet it's going to... Let's have a a guess. Guess. £500. (laughs) £500? Nope, only 180 pounds. So oh, okay, blimey! Okay. It's, it's, that's you know that, that's still a lot for a microwave. Well, no, it is a lot, but I, I have no concept of how much a microwave is in it. Anyway. That's living with your parents for. Yeah, yeah. They, they bought our microwave. I, I think when we bought our microwave it was 50 quid and 60 quid, and that's why I think because uh, Amazon came out with one. I did mention it earlier on in the show. Uh, it's linked up to um, Alexa, so when you you can ask her to do the microwave and stuff, and it's only sixty quid or sixty dollars. Oh, that's, that's actually quite good. So it's it's pretty much accessible, but a lot of people um, <clears throat> uh, don't think it's, it's it's very gimmicky and stuff. But I think it's very very good for a visually impaired person, to be honest. Especially if it links to Alexa, because I guess that it's just a, a normal microwave in a sense, but yeah. you can control it with other things but i think the assistive tech side of things they are going down in price you used to look and you'd pay pain 10 times the amount of the normal thing it's definitely getting better but it's still slightly overpriced as someone who just came from site village i totally disagree from you I disagree with you oh really <laughs> I, went to, I went to site village um on tuesday uh 20 so site village 2021 um and uh, maybe I'll do a show on that and just talk about my experience on it. But it was uh, there was some exciting stuff, but a lot of stuff was like, meh, whatever. Well, I think yes. there's a lot of the stuff you can get on your other devices. Like you say, mm-hmm. a microwave that can link up to Alexa. I never even thought of that. Um, yeah. I'm just thinking of a microwave that talks in a silly robotic voice that does your head in. But if you yeah. could just say to Alexa, set the microwave for this long, that would be like brilliant. All right, I think that's um, the. We're coming close to the end of the show, so thank you so much, Charlotte, for joining us. Um, you you obviously heard Charlotte before on the main, not the main one, because mm-hmm. we're equally 
doing this podcast together, but on the other podcast, which is the um, the one with the youth forum. So thank you for joining me today, Charlotte, and thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, if you have any questions about the equipment or anything like that, do drop me an email, alex.man at rsbc.org.uk, or just reach out on Twitter, and we're more than happy to help. Um, so um, stay safe, everyone. I should see you guys later.